0: All right, Project. Welcome to After Show Number Nine Zero, Ninety. We are we are definitely getting that. We might run out of Netflix documentaries too. <laughs> <here. laughs> so they, they add so many these days. Well, you reckon in the health section specifically, we'd run out because yeah. we're doing one every week. There's no way they would release a health documentary every week. We're keeping an aggressive pace on yeah. these reviews. I'm I'm really enjoying them. It may be the most enjoyable part of doing the podcast, reviewing movies. Let was go back into super old movies how, w- how weird is it sitting down health at having to watch a movie because it's like part of your job yeah. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a weird feeling it felt like a job this week you know who uh, someone was hitting us up and they were saying so there was like really famous movie reviewers on like SBS called David and Margaret you yeah, know yeah. we should be the new David and Margaret <laughs> <laughs> you can be
1: Margaret I used to watch them so much <laughs> and then I actually they were so famous I used to work at the cinemas yeah um, they came in to like review the movie
0: what makes them so famous? That show's been, been going for so long. Just how long. long it's been going for. So, so long. So like when we hit like... Welcome. It, ch- it changed from like ABC to SBS or something. Okay. yeah, I remember it changed. So it changed. when we're like after show, like 1,612, yeah. like we'll be crazy famous. <laughs> but old. So old. Um, okay. So this week, we have an unpaid product review on FitBot, which is uh, really exciting. We're going to review the documentary that got sent to us, um, Barbecue, by one of our members. So thank you for sending that on Netflix. And uh, we are going to just basically catch up a little bit on basically what the Monday show was about with James Jowessy, some of the stuff that potentially we might change in our training. Uh, But before we dig into all of that, I did want to quickly talk about some of the results I've been getting with Beyond Macros. So uh, Matt has been coaching me through uh, in the group setting, and currently, Okay, so it's it's been really back and forth. So f- firstly, I don't know if this has anything to do with the nutrition, but I did PB my deadlift, oh, not nice. trying to PB. Um, like we were doing just the deadlift comp at Marcellaria. Oh, that was a PR. Yeah, that was PB. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't sure how much weight I'd put on. So I made sure uh, two days ago, I weighed in under exactly the same conditions. And to be frank, I haven't... I'm a hard gainer. So like I'm not expecting mm. much. And it's been... Just under two months now, so I'd probably say I'm in week like six and a half, seven, and officially 1.2 kilograms. Oh, nice, which is cool! Yeah, which is I'd say is pretty significant, especially on the same conditions. Yeah. No water, like went to the bathroom, same food the day before. Yeah, so you're gaining like 600 grams a month. Yeah, so yeah, and um, yeah, I, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll do a physique update at a later stage, but either way, it's working, I'm getting stronger feeling really good, gaining weight. It's And like, I don't ever just specifically gain weight. Mm. Like, I haven't done that for ages. Like, in CrossFit, you go, oh, I'm going to get stronger. And so, mm. you go to strength training, but you don't say, I'm going to try and gain weight because mm. you know it's sort of detrimental to your CrossFit. So, yeah. you kind of have to relinquish the fact that you won't be that good at CrossFit if you're trying to add a lot of weight, which I have. So, that's probably why it's working because mm. I'm not like trying to keep up weight. Yeah, 600 grams a month is quite a lot.
1: Like, if you keep that going for four or five months... It's like the biggest weight gain you've ever had, right,
0: yeah. Be like a teenager, nuts. Yeah, yeah. Be nuts. I'd say the the macros that he's got me on as well. The carb cycling helps a lot, like trying to eat all those carbs. How many days a week do you have high carbs? Five, How five high days is it? a week. You get 525. Whew. Yeah, it's pretty high. I metabolize carbs pretty well. Is what we kind of figured out is that I don't need to, um, yeah, I don't need to worry about it as much yeah. as potentially other people. So, anyway, so. It's been really good, yeah. So that's the that's the group coaching that we're getting. So we get like two online coaching sessions. And they're called like office hours. You get like a online platform that you can interact with the community and stuff. And it's really good. So um, it's been really enjoyable so far. So there will be a. I think I'm going to do like a little mini cut for Miami because <laughs> he want. I think you put them in anyway strategically yeah, to mini keep cuts, the yeah. keep the metabolism yeah. stoked and, and going and keep the effects the adaptation going. So I think we time it perfectly in the next. How few How long the mini cut? It's like a week, right? Yeah, it's not much. Mm. Yeah, But it would be nice. Just And then probably hit the tanning bed. No, I'm mm. just kidding. <laughs> hit the oil. That's not joking. Hit the laser. Hit the laser. What are they called? Laser salons? I don't think you need laser. Laser clinic? No. Nah. <laughs> is, is that hair removal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Matt's Matt's been awesome. So if you guys are interested in getting uh, nutrition coaching with Matt, highly recommend it. I'm getting it at the moment. So you can connect with Beyond Macros, beyondmacros.com. Make sure you let him know that uh, in in your consultation with him that you heard us on on the podcast, and you guys can go from there. It should be good fun. Cool. All right, Monday show. James Jaoheesi, what did you think?
1: Yeah, it was an interesting episode. We haven't. It reminded me that we haven't had that much endurance stuff for a while.
0: Yeah, uh, and
1: I missed it a bit. Uh, and it was really good. The way he talks about, he just comes, you can tell he comes from like a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. And and that came through when you asked him about, because he's old. The, <laughs> you asked him about uh, training an endurance athlete and he was just like so spot on with his um, description of what they're like. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it just comes from someone that's just like worth of athletes yeah. for ages. Um, I did find it really funny when he talked about the breathing. I like, didn't think it was such a big deal. Mm. I think it was cool to hear like a different side of that. Because mm. I have heard a few people say that. Like people that I respect, try and control your breathing and just workouts. mentioning it and just being like, oh, like, people are making way bigger deal about it than it is. Yeah, and, like, people have been breathing to sell babies, and it's like probably not the biggest learning factor for most people. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's just cool to hear like that side of it because we've had the other side on the podcast as well. Mm. So yeah, like that, and and uh, Sam Briggs is such a beast, and mm. just even just talking about her like. The story about her master's campaign is absolutely absurd. Yeah, I say elbows broken and she's like, oh, I
0: can't compete anymore. I'll just do the master's qualifiers (laughs) and qualify. Yeah, they're not easy workouts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, that was really the one thing I took from it was the Sandbridge injury thing is that he knew as a coach that he wasn't fixing it and Mm. he knew that she was in a lot of pain and being too tough for her own good. And he didn't put the foot down and step in. He, j- he just kept trying to like fix the problem, but he knew that he had to stop and we should scan it and we should really investigate. And he does regret that because obviously it ended up with her elbow like basically mm. dislocating. Was it dislocating or did it break? What do he say? I don't know.
1: I think it's, it's a fracture. Yeah.
0: yeah. He, she had to get surgery. Yeah. Um, it's fucked. Oh, no. Yeah, some pieces got loose and then yeah. it got jammed. That's what it was. She couldn't, yeah, she, couldn't, it. she couldn't extend it anymore. So... I mean he saw it coming, like and I think that was a good lesson is that when you are a coach and you do notice these things in your athletes and you know they're tough people, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, I didn't get any sleep last night, but I'm here to train hard You're like, Well, okay, that's good, but you should probably sleep and then Mm. that goes on and on and on and you realise, all right, well this person is fucking themselves because they're not getting any sleep. There are people down there in the gym, I'm just if you're (laughs) watching the video you can see what I'm pointing, but I'm I'm pointing down to the gym that do not get proper sleep and I'm telling you they have been injured for like two years. The Mm. same injury that does not get better they can't figure it out. They've scanned it. They've done treatment. Everything is clear. I think it's because of sleep. Mm. I think your brain, the signaling in your brain is fucked with pain. It can't... It can't organize itself. It can't get rid of pain properly. Well,
1: it definitely makes them worse. Like, you definitely tell when you don't sleep as well or you don't get as much sleep.
0: Uh, Like, little injuries generally hurt a bit more. Things are a little bit sore. But I think... I think the brain just keeps things in your body and keeps them sore when they're not there's nothing wrong with them. Because you're not sleeping properly. So that's what I would yeah, that's what I would How did how the fuck did I get I to know. sleep? Yeah. yeah we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's what got out of well
1: Well that, actually that s- sucks. So is she, so Soundbreak's not competing. No. That means she can't win the triple three
0: at the at the regionals. No. But we've got a strong favorite for it. Trains out Arjun. Oh yeah. <laughs> she might win that She tri- might win the triple three. She was uh, she was a world class endurance athlete. Probably the best endurance athlete. Fuck, yeah. The most endurance accolades out of any CrossFit Games competitor, you'd say, right? Probably her, maybe like Tia. Tia probably got pretty well. Yeah, but Tia didn't. Uh, yeah, she might go really well, but Tia didn't compete in endurance. Yeah, you know what? The, uh, the athlete that's training out of our gym would probably
1: destroy her on the rower. Oh, destroy her. She'll probably come off
0: way early. She's going to come off so early on the row Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Jesus. Uh, she got a good chance to win that workout yeah. in the world. Yeah, good chance. Anyway. What do you guys think of the regionals workouts? I personally think they're pretty boring. Not that much of a fan. I prefer short, fast, heavy, exciting. Maybe not the best test of fitness. Maybe not finding the best athletes but from an entertainment perspective, fantastic. What do you reckon? I was thinking I really hope they do betting because they always have
1: betting on the CrossFit regionals. I really hope they do betting on workouts this year. Mm. Then we can put money on John Papp to win Linda. (laughs) He will, he will definitely <laughs> Let's just win Linda. see how much we can
0: mortgage onto him winning Linda. If you guys don't know who John Papp is, remember we were the first people that uncovered this behemoth at the Dubai Fitness Championship. Like absolute monster of a human. And then I predicted before it happened, before the workout finished in the open, who would win the clean, who would have the heaviest clean. And I predicted, I'm like, John hey, pa- it's going to be this guy, John Papp, <laughs> for, that we met in Dubai. And he did. He won it by like four pounds. What did he get, like 185? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was like 400 and... <laughs> Seven pounds, four hundred and eight pounds, something. And he got a good time on the first one. Oh, dude, destroyed yeah, the first destroyed one. It. Beat everyone in this gym. Yeah, yeah like flew through it. What, what was the good time for it? Under three minutes or something? No, no under four minutes. He went, he under, went four. under four, yeah. which is silly. Savage. He's savage. And he's big dude. Big <laughs> dude, 115. and he knows if he's got the dumbbells on or not, or someone's gotta tell him. There's no way he could feel it. One thing's for sure, when they're like, Hey John, go get out twenty twos <laughs> like he would not be able to tell the difference between say anything below forty. Yeah. Below forty and below all feel <laughs> the same to him. Dude is a machine I remember when he split jerked For the 1RM in, in Dubai He split jerked 195 It was just like straight up straight And then he up. laughed He laughed He's
1: like oh it's too easy Okay the official sports betting Hasn't begun In Australia Sportsbet.com.au Hasn't But we will be on it When it does And we'll be putting Large amounts of money On John Pap to win Well what's the bench 80 kilos 90 Okay it's a, it's a 90 kilo bench Or just under the 90 It's like 89 bench I think I asked him He said he can bench 200 I think.
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> he's gonna wreck that shit. <laughs> He'll be pulling it down his chest. <laughs> Fuck. <Fine. laughs> <That's so good. laughs> that is so. That means if
1: he's it jumped on the bar, he could still lift it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if the guy was pushing down against the bar, he'd still press it. Well, this guy was an Olympic level wrestler, and then he's got in heavyweight. And then he's got sixty kilo squat clean,
1: which he probably hit for the first time when he was two or three. <laughs> <laughs> first
0: time he ever entered the gym. One hundred and thirty kilo. Dead what lift. is squat clean? I can he could. I he can do this whole workout one armed. Nah, wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me. It would just be, and he's fit. Like, we know he's fit. So, yeah. uh, he could, he's, he's, he's the boy. But that, the,
1: whoever wins Linda in the world, that is like the dude that just just shreds the Globo Gym. That's it's, like
0: Globo Gym champion of the world. It is a bit of a shame, I will be honest, that um they don't have, uh, or that this year they don't have like a, a strength event or something It's a bit
1: heavy. weird. Yeah, I was sending someone, they're like, oh, it's the replacement, but it's not really a strength event. Not really. It's not really. Like, it's a 60, it's 60 kilo squad. Swat cleans not That's heavy 15 minutes yeah.
0: yeah it's not it's like muscle endurance benching at 85 kilos for oh. world class athletes is not in, not strength event it's yeah endurance strength endurance yeah anyway I don't want to get too wrapped up into the workouts but it will be interesting we've got sidetracked anyway before we jump into our unpaid product review guys uh, we have on a sponsor of the show that we've mentioned a few times Health IQ uh, it's for those of you that are in America so Health IQ are an insurance company that are going to essentially benefit or you can benefit from this company with life insurance uh, because they help healthy people so we get rewarded for being a safe driver or um, you know not having a lot of debt or you know showing that you can make repayments and you get rewarded in all these different ways but you never get rewarded for being healthy when it comes to insurance And, and this is the first company that's doing that so it's for like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, has vegetarians in there, so I guess statistically vegetarians are healthier than the <coughs> non-vegetarians. Well, what Mike Israel said on the podcast, I think
1: vegans have the in generally, vegans and stuff do have like better health outcomes than the yeah. average person.
0: Well, the average person has terrible health terrible, outcomes. Terrible diet. Um, so, if you guys are interested in seeing if you qualify and uh, how much of a discount you can get, and get a free quote when you go to healthiq.com/slash/mmp. So, guys, go check that out and uh, see how you go. Remember, if you are Using your fitness, you are a person that pays for life insurance. You know, if you're doing those two things, then this is 100% for you. Sort of had a discussion with some of the members who uses life insurance. Not a lot of young people say yes, uh, but some of our older members do use life insurance. Uh, So I'd I'd say that, yeah, if you already see the value in life insurance and you want to save money on it because you're already paying for it, this is definitely for you and if you you live in the US. So if you're going to regionals and you're going to use suicide grip, it's definitely for you. You're not allowed to. Oh, yeah, really? somewhere around the bar that yeah, actually yeah. would increase your life premium yeah, for sure <laughs> um, so yeah there you go guys they've got a 9.6 out of 10 on Trustpilot I think that's an American company I don't know but yeah use our code uh, oh, sorry go to our link healthiq.com slash uh, mfp and then you guys can take it from there alright cool Raph okay unpaid product review Fitbot explain what Fitbot
1: is first so Fitbot uh, I first came across Fitbot when we had um, Mike Lee on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, from OPEX and I heard him on another podcast I'm kind of like researching for having him on our podcast and they use FitBot and they're involved in, in the creation of it but it's basically just a platform to deliver workouts to athletes so, if, so from a coach to an athlete so, individual athlete yeah so most people will use uh, yeah so all individuals so most people would use like Excel spreadsheets yeah. or blogs and it's like here's the exercise like back squat 50 to 10 like putting your number next to it Basically, this is like a platform, um, doesn't actually have an app, but if you click through works kind of just like an app um, through your like Safari browser or whatever it is on your phone Mm -hmm. and it'll have like exercise, rep scheme and you put in your result and it saves your results. You can upload videos to there. That's basically what it is and it's basically just um, a really good platform to, to get your workouts if you get some sort of individual programming.
0: I would say the best thing that, or the thing that I enjoy most about Fitbot is that it has an app web hub so that it pulls me out of my email. Because mm. what I always find is that I know I have to go get my program in my email. And then once I open my email, mm, I'm like, why am I here? Well, it's exactly the same with me because I used to get
1: my program from a Facebook group, like a one on one group. So me and Style have like a group. Yeah. He'll just put the program in there. But then basically, you have to go on Facebook, see your news feed. It's over. And then you've you missed your training. Once you see one thing on it, it's like, oh, yeah. what's that thing? And then boom. And right. on, particularly on your phone. Um, yeah. So, so it would just uh, that would like ruin training yeah. constantly. And, and sometimes in training, you refer, like I'll refer to my, if I'm doing a, a one and a half hour training session, I might refer to my program, honestly, like 19 times. Oh, minimum. Because every time I'm like, oh, it can't be one more set. And you yeah. go back, oh, what's the <sighs> tempo? Fuck, and then you go I'm back. Depressed. And a good thing about Facebook as well, is like really easy to see how much you did on that exercise in the past. Yep. So you can like very easily search for like, okay, I did bench last week. How much did I bench last week? Um, the uploading of videos is pretty clunky, um, but, but it can be done. I don't um, do that. Yeah, it's pretty slow. But if you, if you want to upload a video, you can upload a video of the exercise. It's slow and like not, not incredible, but, but it works. Um, so that could be pretty good for some of you. And it's just way, way better than an Excel spreadsheet, a Facebook group, or getting it in an email.
0: Yeah. I think what was so great about the creation of FitBot is that it came out of essentially the, one of the largest individual coaching organizations, remote coaching organizations in the world. So they were like, here is the list of problems. Yeah. Here is everything we've tried. It's like, it was like a decade of data. Mm. And it was just like, here is the solution. They had so much data, they, they could build it so easily. Yeah, And so it was just, it was straightforward. Yeah.
1: And I think it's a really good deal as well. Like I think you like a free trial and shit from the programmer's point of view Mm. so if you do program for people um, giving it a go is a really good idea it's not good for delivering a group program no Uh, really sucks I think train heroic and other ones can can work better but yeah individual program I would give it like a 4 out of 5 works
0: really really well bottom of your program every day you can send a message to your coach it's fucking good (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a complete all-in-one program. What I'll be most excited about is how they start pulling the data because apparently one of the things they wanted to do was start collecting the back-end data of like what strength cycles and what movements and stuff work. So they might be able to pull up in years like, hey, we've seen that deadlifts increase on an average of, you know, 20 kilos per eight-week cycle with these sets and rep schemes Mm. like universally across, you know, 65,000 males or or whatever. And you'd be like, holy shit, like that is… That yeah, is that is like a crazy amount of data on this answer. That'll be really interesting. Um, but yeah, the usability of uh, Fitbot. I just wish Fitbot had an app. I just don't like that it's a web hub yet. So do you have, do you like save the thing as an app on your phone? Yeah. Well, I just go into the email I
1: hit open in oh, okay. open in Fitbot or whatever. If you have an iPhone, I don't know how it works on your phone, but you can save it as a like a link to a website as an app. So it looks like an app on oh, your phone. Okay. And then you hit that and it'll like open your internet page and it works pretty much like an app, but it's still not as good as being in an app. Yeah. Once they hit an app, I'll give it a five, but for for now it's a
0: four out of five. Yeah. I'm the same. Once once it's an app, it's just like, boom, you hit that app. It's like, I'm just training today. Like all program. That'd be sick. It'd be also sick if you could like download the week's program offline so you could put your phone on flight mode and just have the program. program. That'd be sick.
1: Yeah. One arm. That's a very good point because you can't go on flight mode during it. One thing I like as well is the little inspirational quotes you get while it's loading. Yeah, yeah. But I think they, I would like them to just get some more quotes. They're shit there. quotes. Because the quotes aren't great. They're better in the training journal. Yeah, way, way better. And it's just like, I don't know, it seems like there's probably 15.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I've seen the same quotes. A week time. after,
1: then you're just seeing the same quotes for the fucking next
0: three years of your program. All right, guys. Guys who started FitBot, and go to the training journal, buy a training journal. And we have 100, we have like, what, 150 pages of, yeah. of fucking quotes. Of like the best more quotes. More, 100 days. We've got like more than 200 quotes in there. We have insane amount of quotes in there, and Just they're like take them. the best training quotes in the world. So we we spent so long doing the quotes for the book. People don't even realize. So um, go check that out, trainingjournalbook.com. Cool. Is that is that that's sort of like a paid and an unpaid resource, <laughs> all tied into one. You're not paid to do the tra- to the training journal. <laughs> you paid for that. That's true. I did pay for it. Um, Alright. Okay. Cool.
1: Netflix. So this is called Barbecue. Yeah. Uh, spelt barbecue, not Spell barbecue, not BBQ. Yeah. B A R B E C U E. And it's a 2000... <laughs> you spelled it wrong. Right. Did I? Yeah. C-U-E? No, isn't it... Isn't barbecue with a Q? Yeah, it's spelled with a C. Oh, in this yeah, one? Yeah, that's actually why I read it out. Yeah, it's oh. spelled with a C. I don't know. If, I think that might be the American spelling. Oh, with B-E-C-U-E. I think I might Instead be of yeah. B-E-Q-U-E. Yeah, it's not a Q. You motherfucker. Um, it's with a C. So, <laughs> I think it comes up. be spelled with a Q. But it's basically a documentary all about... It's just literally how barbecues work in one country... And then it moves to the next country. Mm. And it probably gets through nine or 10 countries mm. or regions of the world and how they barbecue. And there is no, like, there's no talking or, like, a person leading the documentary. So normally, documentary is like, hey, I'm this guy, like, and my health is fucked, and I'm going to do this. But this is just like, it's just like a segment following this, like, how they do a barbecue here, segment following here, but absolutely no linking between them. There's obviously, like, kind of a common theme that you grasp pretty quickly. That it like brings people together
0: and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But that's what the movie is.
0: Yeah. I would say um, it's a bit long and drawn out for what it is. But there are some really interesting parts in there. Uh, What was interesting to me was that like that barbecue pack thing that they have in Sweden. Sweden. Where they just like light it and then they come back in 20 minutes. It's like (laughs) a personal little barbecue. I just buy a little pack light a match and then you get your own little mini uh, barbecue how about these pork hunts in Sweden they go oh yeah it's when the sun comes out we have to get as much of it as possible yeah. so the memory of the sun lasts <laughs> for the rest of the for year, the year. <laughs> how little sun must you be getting that oh, when it comes out it. you're like I need to pump this thing as hard as possible, hard as possible. like I have to get outside <laughs> so I can remember it for the rest of the year to motivate me like it's crazy it's fucking depressing it's no wonder that people move to Sydney because I'm like there's so many aspects of Sydney that I'm like why would you move here it's so expensive et cetera et cetera whatever and now I I realise that there are some really northern countries so cold wet and miserable they don't give a fuck they don't care if they're like they don't care if they're making 10 bucks a week as long as they can be in the sun it's probably not that many they probably don't have any barbecues there either nah
1: nah that's why they created that, that stupid thing so like real barbecue so they have like, all different ones like some are much better than others I would say the Australian segment is probably the most embarrassing and worse in, so, why so okay. so, <laughs> so bad and like that ruined the entire fucking film for me they've gone and they're like alright we need to find the dumbest motherfucker in this whole country and
0: they found him <laughs> oh I don't <laughs> just, we don't even have traffic lights around here everyone in the world is thinking oh yeah they don't have traffic lights in Australia <laughs> And then so, like, I could barely uh, understand him. How about the guy? is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to keep it simple, mate. He's like, you don't want to throw on kebabs. Who the fuck knows how to cook a kebab? I'm like, are you serious? Oh, dude, it's
1: the lowest. They got the worst barbecue. Like, first of all, the barbecue is like a $7 barbecue, right? Piece <laughs> of shit. And then they're like, yeah, keep it simple. Snags, eggs, onions, onions and like, the, just like the shittest white bread. <laughs> like, shit that you wouldn't even feed your animals. <laughs> And like the worst sausages, just the worst, like those sausages that have no meat in them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like just like gluten and spices. <laughs> <laughs> just extracts. Extracts of animals. And eggs. Like it's just it's su- And then compare that to like the Texan barbecue, right? Texan barbecue is like insane. Like there is, that barbecue is fucking good, but. To watch That one. Aussie barbecue. <laughs> Compa- no, nah, but compared to like the Japanese one, like you could see. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But that like, shit still tastes Here's like good. some incredible meat that we've been like spending like, you know, three, five hundred years like <laughs> getting perfect. And there's an Aussie guy like, yep, fuck all that shit. Egg. Just chuck an egg on there. Get some canola oil. <laughs> yeah, just pouring three litres of oil over the onions. <laughs> there's vegetable oil going everywhere. It's a fucking disgrace. And he's just pouring like the sugar barbecue sauce
0: everywhere over this white bread to eat it. How about it's like, yeah, people get married <laughs> around the barbecue and shit. I'm like, who meets someone in- at a barbecue and gets married? It's like, yeah. It's, fucking it's so depressing.
1: So, so like, if you just get to the Australian bit, you just want to skip straight ahead of that and just take nothing from it. And it also ruined it a little bit because I watched it. I was like, oh, I wonder if, like... The other countries are as inaccurate as this one.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking, right? They go to the Mongolia one, and I reckon there's, like, real, like, city Mongolians that are just like us. They're like, fuck! They <laughs> showed countryside <laughs> Mongolia again! These savages that are filling up balloon animals with hot rocks. They're like, ah, oh. oh, every single
1: time. Yeah, if you're pretty square with the Mongolia one, is one you'll need to skip because he's, like, killing animals and, like... Oh, it's like, bl- skinning a goat? He blows
0: up an animal. He, like, breathes into the animal, blowing it up. Well, like, he, he basically takes everything out of it, except the hot... It's the skin, and he's just like... It's like a hot water balloon. Yeah. Anyway, the um and they skin a goat and stuff. But I reckon that's what it's like. I reckon the Mongol- the real Mongolia where they're like in the city and shit and they got phones Probably and stuff. Yeah. And like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, every time. That's how we feel when they show our back <laughs> Australia with this guy who's just mad bogan. Drinking VB and shit, but... It's
1: anyway. what I, yeah, and then they have the New Zealand one. They're basically like, the New Zealand one's pretty cool. They just get heaps and heaps of food and they bury it underground, mm. fill it up with dirt, come back like eight years later. Um, have you done that before? When you're done camping? Yeah, but not not on their scale. Yeah, 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 I have cooked it underground, but but like they got crazy scale. They basically bring it out, and it's enough food for like fifty people. Yeah. Um, if I was, to, like, the only cool thing about this movie is like it's cool to kind of know how barbecues work all around the world. Oh, well, yeah. If I was to say like where has those barbecues? You can basically gather from the movie, um, Japan. Yeah. Um, South America, they were in I think uh, um, I can't remember the name of the country, but one of the small ones. But it's like there in Argentina, they're quite similar. So, like, kind of the Argentinian region because they have really good quality meat and, like, the, the life kind of runs on beef and then probably Texas. Yeah. Texas have, like, incredible barbecue and they fucking take it seriously.
0: Yeah. Um. And then all the rest, I think, are, like, struggling. The best part was South Africa, like, claiming they have the best barbecue in the oh, world. It's so good. It's and it's just, like, just they're just throwing sausages on a barbecue. Yeah, they're just like, here's some sausage. <laughs> That compared to, like, Africans like, are compared to the, the
1: trouble that the other countries are going to like oh, the yeah. Japanese one this looks so good and you can see like he's like oh like, you have to cook this like at this temperature and this one at this temperature
0: so like the fat comes out and this part of the chicken yeah he was like you have to yeah. seal the oil in between the skin and the thing at the perfect temperature like while waving your fan he's like it's <laughs> taking me 32 <laughs> years to perfect it you're like oh sweet and then South African is like yeah just throw that shit on you want to be fucking drunk when you're <laughs> doing it South Africa was more about like racism yeah like the cultural divide between black and white people and shit yeah but anyway Interesting. so that's the movie anyway I've generally found it very boring um, but I kind of
1: I'm happy that I went through it because now I know about barbecues around the world and if I travel those areas like oh, it might be I like useful like that? cultural yeah.
0: information in the future people talk about
1: it, like dude I know to do barbecues in that place it's like this yeah and I'm probably wrong because the Australian one was wrong so I'm happy that I've seen it for that knowledge however really 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 bored when watching it and a lot of subtitles uh, so I'm going to give it two and a half
0: I'm going to give it three to be fair, I didn't make it all the way through because I fell asleep. Almost no one else will. So but I feel fine. like it was like perfect amount. I was like, pretty
1: satisfied with that. So. If I was to go through, I would skip the boring ones again yep. and i just find the cool ones and generally find out how barbecue works around there. They could have made that whole movie in like 45 minutes. Yep. It could have been like a YouTube really, 45 exactly. minutes. It could have been a cool... Like, like, the idea is great and they could have skipped through it really quickly. Yeah. But just like some of the
0: scenes are like long and drawn Well, out. they made the Mongolian. They did it once and then they did it for another animal. Yep. They could have just done it for one An animal. animal. We got it the first and time. And they could have
1: deleted the entire Australian segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of finding out about this one... Overweight country guy's life, yeah, it's not good. Who I think doesn't know anything about barbecuing. No, doesn't know anything. Like I don't think
0: he even makes a barbecue himself. He just eats some food from a barbecue. They just wanted pure like Aussie Australia. Like anyway, yeah. they they're killing us. They're killing us. Alright, guys, that's it. Remember, you can head to uh, healthiq.com dot slash mmp for health insurance. Sorry, life insurance for healthy people. Uh, get a free quote and then also guys remember beyondmacros.com let them know that we sent you say hi to matt for us and uh, we'll see you next week